welcome to What If. I'm your host, Karim Ostechny, and today I'm in Venice, Italy. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Binale, where I'm heading to now, but I wanted to give you an information up front for this episode. Uh, last week, I interviewed Maria Zayers, a communication and personal branding expert, and we actually recorded two different kind of episodes. One was much more about how personal branding works, and one was a question of what if every human on planet Earth had a per perfect personal brand. And one of the conclusions were that we would benefit much more if everyone knew their strengths much better and could communicate it to the, to the society, not only for their own benefit, but also for society's benefit. And the second question was, how could she scale personal branding to every human on planet Earth? And, and Marina said she would work much more with influencers who not only talk about their own personal brand, but how actually personal branding works. What are the tools you need to create your own brand? How does the whole process look like? And therefore, I've decided to use this episode not on the what-if question, but much more on the how building a personal brand works, because I believe that will be even more of value for all of the listeners today. And uh, yeah, with no further ado, please enjoy the episode. And from next week on, you will hear the normal what if episodes I'm very excited about. So we have a very good friend of mine today as a guest, Marina Zayatz. Marina, welcome to our show. Thank you, Karim. And thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, Marina is a communication consultant and a digital personal branding expert. And I've been working for four years in that uh, area in Frankfurt. So it's great to have you here. Um, we just want to dive in directly. And today's goal, I would say, is to figure out like one question. How do you create a great personal brand? So for all our listeners, that question is something a lot of people are asking themselves currently. Um, how do you do it? So if I would ask you the, the question, how would you create a great personal brand? Where would you start? Mm -hmm. So um, first of all, uh, maybe the definition of personal branding itself. Personal branding um, create, um, consists of two things. First of all, understanding what is your value for other people mm -hmm. um, and what is your unique value proposition, I would say. And the second part of personal branding is the visibility, of course, because if you are great and you do amazing things, but nobody knows about it, and especially not your target group, then, well, you have a problem. So um, the key in personal branding is to figure out uh, what you stand for, what your secret sauce is. And the second is to find um, the right visibility, the right channels, and the right content to transport this uh, value to the right people. Fantastic. So if you would just focus on question one, of the value part, how do you figure that out, what you're really good at? Like, where would you start there? Mm -hmm. So it's really difficult to figure it out by yourself because okay. also we as people, we grow and we get to know ourselves through comparing ourselves with others. Right. Um, a lot of people say, oh, comparing is so bad for your, for your development, but sure. we do it all the time. Especially uh, on Facebook and Instagram, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the question is, how do you compare yourself? Um, okay. The key here is to, um, to, first of all, understand, okay, um, what are the things that I am good at, that I think I'm good at, the mm -hmm. things that I like 
to do. Um, The question is also, what are my strengths? And a lot of people think that my strength is just something that I do good. Right. But um, the strength is also something that strengthens you. Right. Something that gives you energy that Mm. you like to do, that puts you into a state of flow. So also your passion, right? Your passion, exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, I also um, talk about the superpower portfolio Mm -hmm. that you have to figure out for your personal brand. Mm -hmm. So really just take a um, white sheet of paper and write down what are my strengths, what are the things I really love to do, what are the things that I usually get a compliment for? Mm-hmm. Um, what are my other superpowers like, for example, a strong network? Mm. How does this network look like? Um, what is my knowledge and so on? And, mm. and also just, what you like personally to do, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, don't just write down um, I am energetic or whatever, but try to write down um, verbs. So, okay. for example, I can um, cook Italian food mm-hmm. and so on, like put this into action verbs. Mm. Um, and then um, the next step would be to really challenge it with um, a lot of people that you trust and people from different um, different mm. areas, different walks of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see, okay, how does this resonate with other people and just okay. straight ask them, what do they associate you with? Uh-huh. And then time after time, you get a certain feeling for and the things that um, you know people associate with you, mm-hmm. and how this matches with the things that you wrote down in the first place. Mm, understood. And what kind of people would you ask, like friends or colleagues in, in work, or is there any kind of category you would focus on, or it doesn't matter? Um, different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I would um, say you need three kind of networks. Okay. Um, you have the personal network, right. these are friends and family. Then you have the operational network where there are people that you need today to do a good job. Mm-hmm. These are direct colleagues and so on. Mm-hmm. And then you have the strategic network, mm-hmm. um, people that you kind of look up to, right. people that you need to do a good job tomorrow. Uh, I and I would um, ask people from these three different networks. Um, And when you pick those people, I would also um, look that these people are honest and Mm. they're open and they're not afraid to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. Could you summarize those three groups one more time? Yeah. Um, Personal network, Mm -hmm. operational network, and strategic network. Okay. What kind of people would be in the operational network and versus the strategic network? Mm In operational network, you would have people that you directly work together. Mm -hmm. These are the people um, that uh, really help you to do a good good job. It's really direct colleagues or also um, your clients because, well, you need clients to do your job. Um, And also, um, for example, maybe people working for you. Um, Yeah all the people that you need today in your network to do a good job. But for example, if you have kids, um, this operational network can also involve your nanny or your partner. Mm. And um, also this partner would be obviously in your family, um, in your personal network. So it mixes as well. Okay. And the third group, where do you find those people? Mm -hmm. Um, So these are the kind of people um, you would call mentors uh, Mm. or role models or Mm. maybe um, the CEO of the company (coughs) you currently work for. 
um, people you say, okay, these are super interesting people, I want to get to know them or yeah. I already know them. Um, and today I'm not working with them, I, or at least not constantly. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that the goal I have, um, they will help me to probably achieve this goal or yeah. when I am on the right track um, to achieve it, then these will be the key people I will um, <coughs> want to ask for help. Wow, that's fantastic. So, for example, I don't know, you're a musician and your hero is Pharrell Williams, um, but you don't have any direct contacts. Um, how would you go to to meet those people, your heroes? Mm -hmm. Is there any? Have you also had that in the past where you didn't know someone, but you really want to meet that person? If so, maybe you have a story around that. Mm -hmm. uh, all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all the time. Um, so for me, the key thing to really get to know new people that I would really like to connect with, but mm -hmm. to know yet, right. Um, are two things. Um, the one um, is um, uh, common connections. So mm. people who already know those people and mm -hmm. probably I have a connection with, then I would ask them to do an introduction, okay. which is quite obvious. And Where the would other, you find that? On LinkedIn, for example? Or? I would find that on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, we all have these friends in our network um, that are extremely well connected. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, you are that kind of person in my network. I right. know if I want to uh, reach out to uh, crazily famous people that I really look up to, then I would approach you, for example, and ask Karim, do you have probably any connection to uh, people who know this person? Mm. Um, so these personal ties. And on the other hand, LinkedIn, okay. for sure. And this is a nice thing of personal branding. If you build a good digital personal brand on LinkedIn and mm. you approach people, right. um, then it's much easier to actually uh, um, you know, approach them and uh, be successful in actually get a response from them mm. because they will look up your profile. And um, the more, um, well, you build up your personal mm. brand, the better it looks, the more right. they are you know, inclined to actually reply to you right. because they see that you're an interesting person. Okay, so if you approach them, you would be just honest saying, hey, I would like to get your advice on, on what things I'm working on or how would you do it? Mm -hmm. So first of all, of course, a very short introduction, introduction mm -hmm. um, especially given um, the fact that those people don't have a lot of time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and uh, just be super honest, like okay. not bullshit around, just say, hey, um, you are really interesting to me, inspiration, mm. because da, 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 don't, don't just say, oh, you're inspiration, right. because they get those emails all the time. Be very right. specific about it. Right. And then um, say, okay, I want to talk to you because. Mm. Give them a good reason why sure. they should talk to you. Okay. Um, usually people like to help other people, but they want to know why they should help you. Mm. Like, what is it that um, you will get out of it? Right. Um, this is already like okay to reach out to somebody. And mm -hmm. of course, ideally, you would have something to offer them as well. Um, right. For example, currently um, I write my book and mm -hmm. I have about 15 guest authors, mm. and some of them really very well known people. and. I haven't spoken to them before. And right. when I approach them to write a guest interview for the book, right. I just say, hey, um, 
I would like to pick your brain on this topic. Um, you're an inspiration because I read this and this article of yours, um, really appreciated this. Mm. Um, could I have your attention for 20 minutes on the phone to do right. this interview? So be specific as well, how mm -hmm. much time you actually want to have from them. Right. Maybe those people even don't get so many questions from people because people are afraid of even talking to them, right? So maybe they might be even happy to hear something like that and they're happy to give feedback and advice. Mm -hmm. I think um, the problem is that actually a lot of people reach out to those people, okay. but they reach out in a more, um, well, I would say non-specific way. I see in a way that is only uh, considering their perspective like oh i want to get to know you because i and i da, 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 oh, yeah. you know and uh, don't put themselves into the shoes of the other person like okay. how does this actually sound right if you write this to the right. other person right okay so that means once you have the feedback from those three categories of people in your network and also you've written down what you like and what you think you're good at what do you do with the feedback Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to, uh, um, of course, um, try to put it all together and to see similarities, mm -hmm. you know, okay, what are the things that I get as a feedback a lot? You have to be really brutally open mm -hmm. for feedback in order to really receive uh, the kind of open right. feedback that you need okay. to really build your unique value proposition. Right. Um, it can hurt at times. <laughs> but you should be open to that, right? Otherwise, Exactly. You should okay. be open to that and... Um, and not take it too personal, I guess. Yeah, I would say be um, specific about, okay, what kind of feedback um, helps me to mm -hmm. actually sharpen my uh, personal brand and what mm -hmm. kind of feedback is just important for personal development. Okay, understood, okay. And once you have the, the value proposition more clear and what you're actually offering, um, Maybe before we go to the how you promote it in your network and outside your network, why is personal branding becoming more and more important these days mm -hmm. and even more in the future? Mm -hmm. um, so we see more and more that um, this typical market of, okay, I apply to um, a job and then um, there's um, interview rounds mm -hmm. and then I get this job. This whole thing, it... Um, becomes less and less um, important. And okay. what's more important is um, to really be out there, be visible, because a lot of headhunters, of course, are also looking for people that are not actively mm. looking for jobs. Um, and then also the thing is, the life cycle of skills gets shorter and shorter. Right. So your job is to learn constantly mm. and to kind of, you know, put your um, superpower portfolio um, mm. to the right people out there right. and to rethink constantly right. what are the skills that are probably lacking in the superpower mm. portfolio and what kind of things do I need to learn in you right. in order to be constantly attractive for the job market. And oh, wow. another thing is a lot of jobs are um, created right now in um, mm -hmm. companies mm -hmm. and long before they are probably, you know, mm. somewhere out there where you can apply. Um, a lot of people from within the company say, oh, I want to have this job and I apply because I hear mm. that this is, you know, this is in the making. 
and I see it with a lot of um, uh, people who are employed with a company. Yeah. They are just waiting um, that something mm. comes to them instead of... So they are of, proactive. Exactly. They're waiting for open position. Okay. They're waiting until the open position mm. is made instead of saying, hey, I see that there is a need for a certain position. Right. I will craft this position myself. I think this position crafting will increase right. mm. um, very fast because companies need to have new roles mm. um, super fast with the in order to keep up with the changing market trends. Right. Um, and if you are clear on what is my value, it will be much easier for you to actually craft these roles yourself instead mm. of waiting until they're crafted and you have to apply for them and mm. so on and so on. Okay, I understand. So once you know more about your own value proposition, you have to also probably test it with the market. Do they actually need my value, even from the feedback you got, right? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the nice thing about social media is that everybody can put um, you know, their personal brand, their expertise out there and get instant feedback. Right. Um, I mean, once you have your superpower portfolio, of course, you have to match it with your goals mm -hmm. that you have in your career and with your target group. So okay. who is actually profiting from your superpowers. Mm. And once you have these three things in the center, there is your positioning or mm -hmm. your personal branding pitch, mm -hmm. like an elevator pitch, yeah. but for a person. And then once you have this, you can um, think about what kind of content can I create to mm. capture this expertise. Mm. And okay. then you can put this expertise out there via podcasts or right. short videos or short blog posts or mm. just um, yeah articles, whatever. And then you get instant feedback and people see how and you can see how people react to this. Right. Um, and I would also say the most important thing is not to be perfect right from the start. Right. You can't be because mm. um, you grow as a person and so is your personal brand constantly mm. evolving. Once you have um, a clearer understanding of your positioning, mm -hmm. just go out there and try it. Like go to uh, small stages, um, mm. to uh, meetups where you can, you know, hold a, s a small presentation about your expertise, mm. um, start to write about it, start mm. to blog about it, um, do small podcasts and so on. and. Um, from the resume, from the um, mm. uh, feedback you get, you can start growing and growing. You receive more questions right. and then you will realize what right. are the questions that are, keep coming back right. uh, a lot. And then this is how you can sharpen your content. This is actually how Gary Vaynerchuk is, um, you know, yeah. doing his content. And I mean, he's putting so much free content out there. Right. And from all the comments, he is taking these comments and then he repurposes his old content. Oh, wow. And then he puts more content out there, mm. like super smart. Wow, that makes sense. So to keep your own personal branding evolving, you just capture the feedback from the market and see is the value that I had like one year ago still the value the market is asking for or do I have to change it, right? Mm -hmm. okay. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. You also dived in already in the second part of personal branding, the um, branding itself. How do you put it out in the market and the audience? So if you would summarize what you said, what would be exact the first three steps of how you get out? Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes to visibility, I would first think about the channels. Mm -hmm. For example, where the perfect channel is something where, first of all, you feel 
good in, mm -hmm. where you feel like a fish in the water, right. where you say, okay, if I am really good in writing, mm. start writing. Um, mm. And search for channels where writing is, you know, a right. good thing to do. Um, and at the same time, you need to match it with, of course, the channels that your target a group, your audience is uh, spending a lot of time in. Okay. For example, for me, it would be definitely LinkedIn. Um, mm. In LinkedIn, I have uh, different kinds of content I can put mm. on, um, writing especially. I love to write more than I love to, love to, to speech e speak even. Um, and I put a lot of written content on LinkedIn so and my target audience the, is there. you're not using the blog, but you post completely on LinkedIn the, comp the text again or? Um, I use LinkedIn Publishing okay. to um, put on longer articles yeah. and also posts. Um, I started with video uh, mm -hmm. recently and, and try to experiment with a right. lot of different things. But um, yeah, so ask yourself what are the kind of um, content I feel mm. you know good in and mm -hmm. the kind of channels I feel good in. Right and match this with the channels that your target audience is spending a lot of time. And then you have already right. a good sense of where do I need to step in. That makes sense. So you can take the content you have already and put it into different channels, right? You can have it on your blog, but you can post the same thing on LinkedIn and maybe a shorter version on Instagram. That's how you would do it? Mm -hmm. Um, well, it depends. I mean, if you say 80% or 90% of my target audience is spending time on LinkedIn, yeah. so should you. Okay. Um, you don't need to be in all channels right. at the same time. I would actually even focus on one in the beginning mm -hmm. because, um, you know, getting into the practice of um, constantly or regularly um, doing content mm -hmm. is already a challenge and it's already a habit you have to form. Right. Um, so I would focus only on one channel in the beginning to not overwhelm yourself. Right. Um, and just start, just really start doing it. Okay, and how do you identify where your target group is? Mm -hmm. So for some um, channels, it's pretty obvious. For okay. example, if you say, okay, my target group is mostly on three events uh, per year, then uh, you would mm -hmm. try to get speaking slots there and you say, okay, they're also on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. then you know, you have two jobs to do. You have to apply for these speaking slots. If right. you don't get them, at least go there and network. Mm -hmm. And on LinkedIn to, you know, put out content. And mm -hmm. also the nice thing about social media, you can do research. You see um, right away whether your target audience is spending time there or not. Right, that makes sense. Um, and now coming to the final questions a little bit. Um, what I found interesting, what you said is, that your personal brand might change over time, right? I mean, we are living in a world of exponential change and things are changing faster and faster and faster. Maybe your personal brand that you have right now could be something totally different in a year, right? Or how would you try to stay ahead the curve without getting drowned? Mm -hmm. I mean, it really depends a lot of your on your goals. Mm -hmm. um, if you are, for example, self-employed um, or a founder, um, mm -hmm. it's clear that your personal brand might need to adapt faster mm -hmm. than if you are, for example, spending 10 years in the same company and probably staying kind of in the, in the same track um, mm -hmm. or in the same industry and so on. Right. Um, so it really depends. Okay. Um, I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't, um, I don't know, focus 
too much on the details mm. and I would rather find you know a common theme mm. like I mean it's kind of a balance I know right. if you're too broad in a theme then right. you won't build a personal brand as well because mm. if you just say I'm an expert for communication then people mm. will ask themselves okay why do I need to follow them and what kind of questions can I even ask her right. because it's too broad right. if you say I'm only an expert for um, I don't know, communicating with, uh, I don't know, with um, people where there's only like, uh, I don't know, like 50 people in the world with it. Mm. It might be difficult Too as niche. well. <laughs> Too niche, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. So you have to find this balance. But okay. I always say it's better to have like a common theme that you mm -hmm. need to, to um, yeah, sharpen okay. out. Okay. And when you write your own short bio on LinkedIn to promote it in the network, would you focus a lot on the value proposition in the beginning? How would you do it? Like, how would you describe yourself to, so everyone knows what your concrete value is? Mm -hmm. um, so I would call it the bio or the personal branding pitch. Mm -hmm. And what I would do um, is to write only two to three sentences. Mm -hmm. And the first sentence should ask two questions. What is your value proposition? Yeah. And it's not about what am I doing. Right. It's about what value do I create mm -hmm. and for whom. Mm. And the second question um, in the second sentence and maybe the third is then um, how do I do it? Why um, can I do this better than most other people? Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and the way that I got to know you, you have always find like what I found insp inspiring about you that you're a very good listener. I think your listening skills are uh, above average uh, and you've always been a very creative person, very curious. I think curiosity helps to listen better, right? Otherwise, <laughs> it, it, might <laughs> <laughs> it might be more difficult. Um, which role does creativity plays for you in personal branding in general and also for other people? How important is it to be open-minded and curious to create a good personal brand? I think it's very important to be um, open-minded and creative to build your personal brand because how you build a personal brand is to, of course, understand yourself better. And mm -hmm. you understand yourself better if you talk to other people. Mm. You can't do personal development or personal branding um, by sitting alone for a year somewhere without interaction with other people. So being open-minded, being mm. a good listener is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and creativity. Um, for me, creativity is really two things. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, it's good sources. Right. Um, sources from all kinds of people, magazines, whatever. Um, and the second part of creativity is e openness. Um, mm. Being open to actually take in information, um, meet with people mm. without judging, right. but firstly trying to understand. And mm. if you have this, if you have good sources that you build up over time where you understand, oh, these are good sources that really help me to be creative, and you have this openness, um, mm. these are the two things that also help a lot mm. um, in personal branding. Okay. And having a personal brand also means that you're becoming more and more proactive person rather than a reactive person, which will probably become even more important. Yes. Um, 
the one question that I get a lot um, about personal branding is, oh my God, do I have to be extroverted? Do I have to be super loud to be yeah. heard in today's noisy times? Yeah. And I say, no, um, of course you have to have the courage mm. to be visible, to mm -hmm. put yourself out there. This is something that a lot of people have um, trouble with because they have the fear, as we all have to a certain extent, mm. that people will not like you, that they will judge you and mm. so on. Right. Um, but oftentimes this fear is, you know, it, 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 it's too big of a fear and it doesn't mm. make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And it's better to, you know, develop this muscle. Personal branding is really a muscle. You mm. start with small visibility and then you get bigger and bigger and bigger. You um, discover new channels for yourself, new types of content for yourself. Mm. Um, then you get maybe negative feedback from time to time, but you right. learn to process this as well and to see, okay, is this feedback that is actually something I want to maybe think about mm -hmm. or is it just, you know, nonsense right. and then move on. How important is personal branding for people working in a big corporation versus being an entrepreneur? How is the difference there? Mm -hmm. um, this is another misconception about personal branding. Many people, especially in the corporate setting, mm -hmm. um, people who are employed think that they don't need personal branding because they have, you know, they have their employer, employer mm -hmm. and they okay. will move up the career ladder if they are just doing a good job. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, yes, doing a good job is like the minimum it's mm. the standard you have to do this yeah. but if you want to move up the career ladder for example or if you want to change companies if mm -hmm. you want to change industries you also have to be visible right um and you have to show people why you are creating good value because mm. most most people don't know if you are doing a good job or not right only a few people actually know this. It's crazy mm. to think about it, really. And only on those few people depends your career, right? Otherwise. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, exactly. So you're opening much more opportunities for yourself when more people hear it. Exactly. I think of personal branding really as um, your toolbox mm -hmm. um, to do more, to create more chances for yourself and for others as well. Mm. How? Um, so if other people know what you're good in mm. and they know what value you bring, they can ask you for advice, they right. might to want to work with you and so on. Mm -hmm. And this is something that especially um, helps shy people because okay. they think, oh, personal branding is all about myself. And then if they start to realize personal branding is actually about the value you create mm. for others, it's already easier to start being visible as well. That makes sense. Any final advice for anyone who wants to start a great personal brand, like the journey to get there? Mm -hmm. um, as in many aspects of life, just get started. Um, write a short article about your expertise today, put mm -hmm. it out on LinkedIn, see how the reactions are. Um, write it in a direct uh, message to five or six people who you know might profit from this knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, ask them to um, maybe put a comment um, and just get started. Awesome. Maria, thank you for being with us. Uh, thank I very you, much enjoyed it. And I wish you a great week on the hand. Thanks. You too, Karim. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.